the introduction. Fuck the equalizers. Oh, this Madison Jones. <laughs> Do you hate movies now? Because I think I hate movies now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you should hate movies or you should hate Jesse Cooper. <laughs> oh no, I already hate Jesse Cooper. That is that is well documented. I think I hate movies now too because of Jesse Cooper. What didn't you like? Um, was it the um, the scene or the three scenes of the daughter going to get the water every day, or was it the um, this the three scenes of? I'm sorry. Actually, it's six scenes because it's like seven days, right? Of that man putting on his pants <laughs> over and over again, or her helping him put on his pants for some reason when it's like the most slow moving process ever. I I have opinions about that, but I will tell you what it is specifically because I know you're going to ask about them eating potatoes. In real yeah, time. yeah, yeah. It yeah, is yeah. the fact that they skinned the potatoes mm-hmm. with their like eat the skin. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. Let's talk about the potato scene. We're we're just getting wet and wild right into it, I, no, uh, everybody. This, I hate this movies is, now. Uh, this podcast is gonna have a very different energy from now on because I hate movies now. Let's take it back a little bit. We're doing the Turin Horse this week, 2011 film, Hungarian film, um, right? Hungarian. Yeah, yeah. I believe. I don't uh, care. <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, challenged to us uh, by our last guest Jesse Cooper. Um, Fuck you, Jesse. In our in, in our previous episode where we did the lighthouse, which you know, like if you find the lighthouse kind of like tonally like monotonous or tedious, tedious like yeah. like you, well, buckle up, buckle up, prequels. The most tedious, if, slow moving movie ever is the Turin horse. If you watch the lighthouse and you thought, whoa, slow down this roller coaster ride of <laughs> thrills and chills, you need to check out the Turin horse. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's I I don't hate movies now. Um it is just a very specific kind of movie that is like yeah, bad. The direct <laughs> the director clearly had an idea that they were exploring um that maybe it's probably arguable that maybe it's like oh maybe this shouldn't be a movie <laughs> or- i'm gonna i'm gonna cool my jets for a second because in looking for tomatoes i did find somebody mention the idea that um the the movie is made to show that like time isn't uh something that passes it's something that's meant to be endured and i i I think that um, that's interesting, and I get that that's probably what they're going for. I, I know you're you're wanting to stop me. Uh, you asked, you wanted me to stop talking about how much I hate movies now, so I did, and now you're trying to stop me. <laughs> well, I what I want is so if you did like I did, is I watched the movie, then I looked stuff up about it to see like what was that about. Like, so well, I want to hear when you were watching it, what did you think? like the macro message or story was like before looking anything up, what was your interpretation? I don't know. Like I know Jesse had said it was like a refutation or a response to Nietzsche, Nietzsche. And um, so I, I don't know. I knew it was about existentialism and or nihilism or whatever. And so I knew it was going to be bleak and I just was like, I couldn't, Decide if the, I thought it was the horse was going to die because there's a whole yeah, thing so about I. the. I thought the, I was just waiting for them to open that door and the horse to be dead. <laughs> the inspiration is like Nietzsche supposedly saw a horse being whipped and came to its defense and then lost his mind and lived for another ten years, silent and, and demented, and then died. And this is supposed to be the kind of story of the horse. Yeah, this is like <laughs> this is legitimately <laughs> Nietzsche fan fiction. <laughs> This is fan fiction about real life Nietzsche events because this yeah. is like, what about the horse is basically where that went. Like, mm-hmm. there's the story of Nietzsche. What what went on to happen to that horse? And I was just waiting for the horse. I figured the idea was going to be that like the farm was ruined. I thought because Jesse had said if you like the same scene but with like less or with like less visibility or like with things like disappearing, I thought they were basically going to have to start selling all their shit to like survive mm-hmm. so it's going to be like at some point they're eating like smaller potatoes than half potatoes they were going to have to like their the cart was going to be like bare or the house was going to be bare as they like basically just 
died of like poverty. Yeah. And instead it was mostly just them eating potatoes and drinking vodka. And then a guy shows up and talks about nihilism for probably seven straight minutes and then leaves. Yeah. Yeah. He just comes in that guy, like their neighbor comes in and comes in, sits down at their table, talks about the um, destruction of humanity and how they are destined to destroy themselves basically. And then leaves without Mm -hmm without them saying much of anything to him. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's, he, he comes over because he's out of Polinka, which I think is vodka or meant to be. I think it's bourbon, bourbon or something like that. Yeah. Was a, yeah. That was a very clear bourbon. Yeah. And well, that uh, might be, anyway, I, I don't but know. they, he sits, he comes over and basically begs them to give him some cause he's out as she's pouring. He sits on the table, goes on a monologue about nihilism and how fucked they are. Then gives them some money and walks, walks out without mm-hmm. them really having said a word to him at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I may, I want to share my uh, interpretation okay. as I well, my interpretation I'm, as I was watching it. I'm going to interrupt you because okay. you did never let me finish my. What well, I was go ahead. About. Finish it. No, it's too late now. You already derailed it. And we talked about what we thought was going to happen. So like it's over. now. <laughs> I'm going to go boil and eat a potato and you're okay. not going to cut a second of it from this episode. OK. Um, just make sure you uh, get all of those moist sounds of peeling and eating the potato while mm-hmm. you or during it. Um, I'm also going to put a pinch of salt on the plate and rub the, to- the potato bits sure. through that instead of just putting it right on the potato. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know who taught these people how to this, uh, this father and daughter how to eat potatoes, but this is not the way I don't know where they went to potato <laughs> school. Uh, <laughs> No, um, when I was watching it, I thought it had something to do with um, sort of like I thought it was like a kind of a ignorance of Christianity story mm. uh, because like they seem to be like somewhat vaguely religious. And it's like when they see the um, the um, the in the movie, uh, this is not me using the word, it's just like what they refer to them as as gypsies. Um, that's what they say in the movie. They refer to these people as gypsies. Mm-hmm. Um, they, um, they are super judgmental of them. They're like, get out of here, whatever. Um, they say some slurs about them. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, it, to me, it, I thought it was kind of reading like, oh, it's like this sort of like holding the mirror up to Christianity and being like, oh, like you're so, comfortable in your lot even though it's like the bare minimum and Mm -hmm. you're so like um uh you're not open to other people so you suffer uh silently and alone kind of thing um that's kind of what i i interpreted as um did you get Uh, any of that um no i mostly was just angry at how long and boring this movie was which is why i responded more to the take of like the film is talking about how time is not something that passes that it's something that has to be endured because this is a two and a half movie where most of it is two people eating potatoes or getting dressed oh yeah yeah. and and so like while i don't enjoy it and I, i i think that it is an interesting take it's still a dumb bad movie that I did not enjoy watching. <laughs> I made it's it 48 pre- minutes into the movie before I said, fuck this and watched it at t- two times speed. Yeah. Um, and even it, then it was too long. <laughs> and I don't mean that to be funny. Even then it was too long. Yeah. It's a very, some of the shot, like this movie could have been like half the length um, and still get like whatever message that they were trying to get across. Right. Um, Cause they just had these very long, sort of still shots of like the horse or like him, them looking out of the window um, or them a, a boiling pot of water. Like it's like you could have like cut this into a um, you could have cut this down like by half and we would have got the point of the monotony of these two people's lives. Um, Stop um, moving around. It's movies like this that um, kind of make me realize like the spectrum or matrix that exists of movies that exist. Right. Because this movie exists. And so does Bubble Boy. Right. You know, you know like and so does the Matrix. And so does the Matrix. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's like 
oh yeah, this is kind of the spectrum or matrix of film, like right here. Like that was that's all I was yeah. thinking is like, oh, like this might have been in theaters the same time as like what, like Shrek Four. <laughs> the double bill. It was actually double billed with Shrek Four. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, um, my favorite birthday was when we did it. We went to the theater for a double feature of Shrek Forever After and the Turin Horse. <laughs> hey, one has a donkey, the other has a horse. You know, you're getting really the whole beasts of burden <laughs> experience there. Actually, yeah, go ahead and give me your f- tight five minute TED talk about how Shrek is pretty much the Turin Horse. Yeah, yeah. Um, something to well, be endured. Yeah, I would love to read a like a um, um, applying like Nietzsche philosophy to the Shrek universe. Like that'd be great. I, I'll link it because after I watch this movie, mm-hmm. I watch like a seventeen minute like sort of like interpretation. <laughs> Madison of, decided they hadn't actually watched enough of this movie, so went to look for more content. <laughs> I just was kind of like scraping like what am I supposed like what was the thesis of this movie kind of like potatoes. that's kind of is potatoes yeah um and I'll I'll link it in the show notes um but from what I gathered what it was that um the director was sort of exploring this Nietzsche concept of the eternal return which is just an exploration of complacency and like being like doing the same thing every day um, and always hoping for something different, but never really doing anything about it. That's kind of, that's kind of the idea of it, Um, which I would say successful, I think. Yeah. Interesting (laughs) that you found the one video that, that says what you thought was what was happening is actually what they meant to do. That's not what I thought was happening. You said that it was about them being sad and lonely and doing the same thing every day. No, I didn't say it was about, my 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 take my take from it was going to prove me right on this one. My take was that is that they were Christians and they were like being like so like internalized internally like oh like we're we're better than them um, even though our life is horrible. You said something about being satisfied with your lot even though it's not yeah. good, and that's whatever. I'm going to edit this episode. I've just decided I'm going to make it sound like I'm cor- I'm right. I'm going to go back sure, and sure. revise yeah. history and. It's on the book, so you're editing this episode. Um, This one will never come out if I'm editing it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, that's kind of what um, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, like, was the true thesis of the movie is, like, the exploration of Eternal Return with the sort of, like, revolving, like, repetition of the scenes and them doing the same thing every single day. That Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense to me. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm, like, some armchair expert philosopher about it, but I'll link that video in the show notes if you're interested in that. (laughs) Well, it's interesting you mentioned armchair philosophers because I did run into a few of them as I was tending our garden. Mm. Uh, That's right, gang. I have some daddy's tomatoes. Madison, we're going to boil, peel, and eat them here I live think, on. I think this has to be Daddy's Potatoes this week. <laughs> Daddy's Potatoes. first review comes from our first review comes from Rami A who gave this four stars and the review is two question marks three question marks three question marks four question marks three question marks two question marks one question mark four question marks four question marks five question marks five question marks four question marks four question marks five question marks four question marks five question marks one question mark six question marks five question marks two question marks five question marks one question mark five question marks three question marks three question marks three question marks four question marks six question marks a colon two question marks five question marks three question marks four question marks four question marks four question marks seven question marks eight question marks end of review and if you hate me for making you sit through that watch two and a half hours of the fucking turin horse and then come at me (laughs) or or an hour and 15 minutes on double speed 
Yeah. Listen to that for an hour and 15 minutes and then write me an email. <laughs> Our next review comes from Jake R. Who gave this one star. <laughs> Nothing happens. It's two hours of potato porn and not a single damn thing happens. End of review. There seems to be a lot of nihilism um, surrounding this movie in particular for some reason. A lot of people just really <laughs> did not like it. There was a lot of... A lot of the reviews were like bad, pretentious. A lot of reviews were like, "Oh, such a masterpiece of Tar's in a, or unwillingness to compromise his artistic vision." And it's not really a popcorn flick. So if you didn't really get it, you're probably not going to like it. And while I, I agree it's not a popcorn flick, I just always resent the implication of Rotten Tomatoes the reviews of like, mm-hmm. if you didn't like this, you didn't get it. It's like, oh yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously art house. There's obviously a lot that's being said. It's also just bad. Um, our last review comes from Reed V, who Madison is a super reviewer. Mm. Give us two stars. The turn horse offers all the fun of burying your grandmother without the comfort of having the rest of your family near. Bleak, full of mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> That sentence. Yeah, I know. Bleak, full of mysterious beauty that is hard to put your finger on and endlessly bordering on obnoxiously long. And once it's done, one thing is for sure. You hope you never have to experience it again. End of review. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely will never watch this movie no. again. That is for sure. I will no. never watch it. I do not need to watch this movie again. It's a one and done. A never and forever. There are movies that I'll put on, like The Lighthouse, for example. If I'm like at my desk and I'm writing or I'm doing something else and I just want like a movie on in the background that I'm not paying attention to, I might put on the lighthouse. I'm never going to put this movie on ever again. Like, <laughs> no, I just <laughs> will not do it. Beautifully shot, beautifully composed. I'm never going to watch this movie ever again. No, no. I cannot wait to see how it factors into your Avengers pitch, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um. Goku rides the Turin horse. Spoilers, the horse didn't die. <laughs> the horse returns. I've not with decided vengeance. that at all. No, I know. The horse returns. I know. Um that's the end of the potatoes. So um mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any bits. No, I couldn't think of any bits for this one. I, I can't um, believe it. I can't believe of all the movies we've watched in the second era, this one didn't inspire some yeah. comedy genius in you. Yeah, I mean, I have a potato. I could like just go and boil it real fast and like unpeel it into the microphone. <laughs> you know what? Well, maybe we'll do that for a bonus episode, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the bonus uh, equalizers. Wet sounds. Oh. Um, have we done something like that before? Um, like wet I, I mean, or something? I always, uh, for Madison's liquids, I always like ready to get yeah. wet. No, I know. That's, I swear though that there was something about wet sounds previously. I think we did do a mouth sounds edit or something before okay. that we had like as part of one of our deleted scenes or something. Okay, that makes um, sense. Yeah, which I'm sure was great audio. I'm so yeah. glad we did that. Um, I mean, that's why I didn't make the actual episode. We saved it for deleted scenes. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't have any uh, bits and I don't want to talk about this movie anymore, I think we're ready to start pitching. Yeah. I mean, let's get started. Now, before I start our timer, actually, Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm going to break precedent here. I want to go ahead and pitch you my idea because there might be some research involved, just like us looking things up for it that we wouldn't use our 15 minutes for. I I also have an idea. Um, so let's we'll, start the timer we'll, then, and then we'll figure out the idea. And if we need to stop to do some research, we can. Yeah. Well, let's you, you say your idea and then I'll say my idea and then we'll start okay. the timer. So um, I wanted to do a sequel. Mine probably won't. It could have the same like two people, but I don't think we'd focus on the horse. So I looked up a couple limericks about animals <laughs> and I figured okay. you, could, you could pick a, um, um, a, a school of philosophy and then we would just use what happened to the animal after the limerick and base it off of your school of philosophy okay I I don't know anything 
I don't know. I don't know philosophy. Like, you just like Google I'm, a school of philosophy and pick one, like draw one out of a hat. It doesn't matter. Like, sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, we just pick one based on if, like you think of a name of a school of philosophy. You don't have to know anything about it. We just look up some basics and then go from there. That's my idea. What's your okay. idea? So, um, when I was, uh, I, I, this idea sparked off of that video I watched, which talked about like the eternal return, like mm-hmm. concept of like, um, constantly redoing things over and over again, always wanting something more, but never doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that video, it talked about, there are two paths that you can do, you can mm-hmm. go for, and the path is one to constantly do things over and over again and always hope. And the other one is to actually have some action and like do something to get yourself out of not, not to achieve something, but to get you out of that constant like repetition. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking was um, that we have the girl and the horse Um like maybe the dad dies or okay. something. Cause it seems like he's going to die. Cause he's one part of an older generation and might not want, to, he seemingly doesn't want to escape the kind of like repetition. Um, but the girl might, um, when she, cause she's younger and she has more time than he does. Um, and so my movie would be her exploring the concept of escaping and, um, going out into the world with a horse, like maybe like on bareback and her mm-hmm. exploring what, what life is actually out there. Okay. I think yours is probably more of an actual sequel. Um, <laughs> I mean, we could tie in the people or whatever with my idea. Um, we could yeah. merge the ideas and what she, the way she experiences the world is based off of like different philosophies yeah, and stuff. Like, or like the, like it's like the, what happened to this animal after, Whatever the liver, I, I try to Google things like um, like similar stories, like for the Turin horse, like it was a little about Nietzsche, but I couldn't find really any. Um, I don't like any good examples. It's mostly just YouTube videos or Google articles about celebrities and their pets. Sure. Um, so <laughs> it didn't really work out for me. That's why I ended up on the Limerick idea because I just thought it'd be pretty funny to do that. And then what happens next? Yeah. I mean, we could have her go, I'm gonna go out. Ahead and start our time. Um, we could have her go out and like we have little set pieces where she's exploring different popular philosophy mm-hmm. concepts and like that scene is in it. I'm just saying you and me are not philosophers, so we're no. pro- just prepare for equals. No. We're gonna do a bad job. <laughs> I cannot imagine anybody who actually cares that much and that deeply about any like schools of philosophy listens to this podcast um we'll see we'll we'll see in the comments but um i have i'm gonna send that'll be a change uh i'm gonna send this link to you okay from big think it's 10 schools of philosophy um uh and why you should know them i think we also need to be careful that we don't just basically make a bleaker the good place Sure, sure. So I feel like no Ted just Ted Danson will not be in this. Somebody going out into on an adventure to explore different theories of philosophy does really kind of easily trap us into the good place. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're gonna get into spoiler like being in like a post uh, like a afterlife at all. So, um, let's decide how many set pieces there are. Um, of different scenes that she's exploring. Do we want to do three or four? Maybe. I mean, there were six days in the sure. first one. Are we going to do the repetition of? No. Being, okay. I mean, honestly, I can see this also just becoming the Moulin Rouge. What? How? Well, like, no, Explain. no, no. Like, like, cause there's like hedonism is on here and it's like, okay, yeah. she gets, she breaks free from her overbearing father and goes on this adventure. And like, there's like possibly like, um, stoicism. It is what it is. You, uh, like just kind of take it in stride and carry on hedonism, um, Marxism, like the Bohemian revolution of the Dwellers. I'm not saying it is the Moulin Rouge. I'm saying though, like I could see her as very much of a Christian, like you and McGregor character, going finally finding herself in the wider world and like 
I don't know. Like, I'm not saying we make it the Moulin Rouge or like a musical where she meets. <laughs> that's what I was. Toulouse that's what I was thinking. I, I thought mean, that's what you meant. Is like we're no, making no, no. it like a musical. That's quite a heel turn. No. Yeah, God, for the mostly silent tour and horse to become a musical. So, I think I kind of I kind of want to just go right down the line of this article where it starts with stoicism. I skip nihilism because yeah, the end existential because that's like what the the first one's about. Yeah. So let's say she is. She escapes the. Uh, do we think her father's dead? Do you think he dies and then she escapes? Or um, let's you, let's put a pin in that just because okay. when we get to the end of the movie, it may be beneficial to us if he's actually still alive. So she's left the farm. Maybe we don't know if the father is alive or dead. Sure. Like maybe she sneaks out. <laughs> um, she stops hearing any sound from the house Mm -hmm. and she finds the door. She goes to the horse. She takes him out, looks back, thinks about going back, but decides that this isn't her life anymore. Like, and she's going to go out and, or maybe she's going out for help or something or like, I think maybe her going for help is a better Mm -hmm. idea. That's how it's, that's how it's, that's how it starts. I think like, yeah. And then, so she, maybe the dad's sick then, and we can do this, like, she's going for help, but then via the, you know, the hero's journey, she comes back changed, and now she can't unlearn Mm -hmm. the wider world, and maybe is less happy about this very whatever life. She wants to live the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Exactly. The, um, the, what are those twins' names? The Sprouse. the, The Sprouse brothers are heavy, heavy characters in this one. As is Ashley Tisdale. Actually, I think one of them um, sucks, so I don't know if we want to have both of them. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so let's say, like, I bet the first place she would go would be the neighbor, right? Um, yeah. So the neighbor could be that scene could embody what? Um, so uh, stoicism. Uh, stoicism. School that focuses on how to live in a world where things don't go your way. Uh, blah blah blah. Accept it and move on to the next problem. The idea at the heart of it is acceptance of all things that are beyond your control. Pain will pass you; you will remain. So the best thing you can do is focus on what you can control. I don't know if that Got fits it. though, because the neighbor was like spouting some real nihilism, right? Or was he? Ex- was it existent? I don't know, and I don't care. I don't think he was a stoic though. So maybe it's. A I think he neighbor. was more. I think I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe it's a different neighbor. So. Um, so let's say like she goes to a, another neighbor um, and it's a a couple who doesn't seemingly have too much of a difference um, between like at least like visually between her farm uh, mm-hmm. or b- between their farm and and her farm. Uh, if you could call it that, like the land um, and. But they seem to be happy. They seem to be. Mm okay Mm -hmm. they seem to be fine um um they're uh maybe she learns that like oh yeah they're well dried up too but then they decided to do something about it they didn't just like live with it they decided to uh they decided to move on to the next problem right Mm -hmm. um and to accept that that water is gone now we have to do something else right yeah we can't get water out of that well we but we can try to drill a new well yeah we can try to drill a new well first we and then like maybe they say like oh uh so uh we decided to drill a new well behind the house there was no water there so we looked again we looked somewhere else um Mm -hmm. we went up the hill like we had to go a little farther but we we eventually found water again so um and maybe they have potatoes too, but they also have leeks and stuff. They decided to try to grow some. They tried to. They decided to um, grow something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it's kind of like except. So they they accepted their their the bad in their life, and then they decided to do something about it. Um, and they focused on what they could control. Was like they can't. They can't control that the well dried up or that their potato farm and uh, uh, died, but they uh, could 
could control of them park uh, planting something else and drilling a new well, right? No, I think that's good. I think that that um, we need. So the problem though becomes for our plot, I guess. She's ostensibly looking for help. Yeah. So yeah. what? She's here. Like, do you have medicine or something? And they may not. But like, I don't know. I think we need a vignette here beyond just they're not. Um, I think she explains the problem t- mm-hmm. to them. It's like, oh, like our well is dry. None of our lamps will light. Um, so what is, so their lesson to her is, okay, so you can't control that the well is dry. You can't control that your, the lamps won't light. You tried over and over again. So what do you do? Right. What can Mm. you control on that is get a, get a new lamp, uh, drill a new well. Um, and then she's just staying there for the night then on her way to town or whatever like i think so because i'm just trying to think of how she moves on from here like i get yeah she comes here for help but they can't help her so is it maybe just that she like she can't make it to where she needs to go in a day so she has to find somewhere to stay for the night and then yeah maybe it's like a two days journey or something Mm -hmm. or like we could do that um um this movie's five hours and it takes seven days mm -hmm. yeah uh Okay. I like so, like I said, I'm just I I think this is all very good. I'm just trying to figure out how we get her from here, like why she leaves here. Um, sure. Um yeah, so I think from there, um what is the thing that she can control that's gonna help her father, right? Um and it is is it medicine? Like he had a cough, right, in like mm-hmm. the first movie, like um uh maybe it's like Oh, go get a new lamp from town or um, go get help to help drill a new well, like from town. Maybe it's like this. Is, these are things you can control. And then that's like the next move from there. What um, if um, to maybe retcon? He's ill. So she goes to the neighbors and they actually come back to the farm and okay. they're they're helping. Um, and. Mm. He's on the mend, but then it's more about her like looking around at what's wrong, like the problems on the farm. And now she's like, okay, well, I can't control that. So what I can control is I can go to town to get more lamp oil or I can go try to to, to town and try to find people to help drill a new well, etc. So the movie is actually her going from the farm to town or to neighbors. Like the the first vignette is the neighbors coming to help her. And teaching her the idea of like, you, you can't control these things. What can you control? And like, how do you fix mm-hmm. that? And that yeah. gives us a little bit more I like than that. just the one mission. Because the yeah, next thing it's on the sort list of is like, hedonism. And it just doesn't really, it seems weird that on her journey, the sure. next thing. So like, I think it's better if she's trying to fix things one by one and then like learns yeah. these weird different lessons. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So she brings these people. Yeah, I like this better because it's like she is sort of by her own like exploration of the world outside of her outside of her um little bubble of their mm-hmm. farm is exploring these different philosophy concepts and bringing them back home with her mm-hmm. and th- thus changing the the repetition in her life and the this the the stagnant state of the farm right mm-hmm. um i like that so she brings these people back and they stay there and like help them drill a new well um and plant new different things i think each i think maybe each school is a different problem so like to begin with he's sick so she goes out and she finds the neighbors they come and help they basically they do the stoicism thing she now Mm. has in this idea in her mind of like okay well i can't like the 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 well is dry and i can't Mm -hmm. change that so i need to we need to drill a new well so then maybe the, that's the next thing. Like, so when the next day she goes to town to try to find people to help drill a new well or a way to get water or something like that, or she decides to fix the, the lanterns or whatever. I'm thinking each problem is its own now vignette and sure. way into like a school thing. So she's fixing them one at a time, one day yeah. at a time. But um, that's our in with the different like yeah options of philosophy. Yeah. With hedonism, we could have her go... Um, 
because it, it the idea is like I think like when you think of like hedonism, I always think of like hedonism bot from Futurama. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is this like this like person who is being fed grapes and is being like lathered with oils and stuff. But like, it seems like the core of hedonism is actually just like the importance of happiness and like joy. Right. Um, so like um, maybe the thing that she brings back for hedonism, if that's next, we can go to something sure. else different. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, is yeah, like, Maybe she goes to town and finds someone who just brings back something that will make them joyful. It's like not anything. Maybe it's something that's frivolous, right? Like not necessarily like essential, right? Sure. Um, um, do do we want to maybe do something like it's flowers? Like they fix the lantern, but they also leave like flowers. Mm-hmm. And we can do like a sort of Pleasantville style thing where that the flowers are in color. And slowly as they like mm. f- their lives become a little bit fuller and more fleshed out at with the various adventures, the movie becomes in color. Yeah, I like that. Like that, that that's that's cool. Um, so it starts with the flowers. She brings or, them back. Um, maybe she do you think she goes into town and like isn't successful in like finding people to help them drill the well? Um, but she does find but she does meet someone who gives her a bunch of flowers and it's like, take these back and like bring some joy into your life. I think maybe, um, and I, maybe the well is the problem because like she can get more lamp oil and stuff like, so maybe mm-hmm. getting the well dug or is the problem that she's trying to solve day by day. But each day she comes to town, it's a different okay philosophy thing in that case, just thinking about it. Cause the well seems to be like get, a sub- water supply is the most important thing. Yeah. For living that like alone that far out in in the country is like if you don't have water you're fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe the maybe trying to figure out how to get a new well dug becomes the thing that every day she and that digs into the repetition. Maybe if she like there is still an idea of the repetition and not changing because she keeps coming to town, the same town, to try to get this done. Yeah. And it's like you're not what are, go to a different town. Like what's a different idea? Like but she's still yeah. maybe stuck in the ways a little bit because. I don't know. That's just an idea of like, we can still play with the repetition. Yeah. And what if like one of the lessons as far as like kind of focusing on the horse again, right. Um, Mm -hmm. Is like, Oh, maybe the horse won't eat because it's not happy. Maybe it doesn't like what you're feeding him. Right. Like try it instead of hay, instead of hay, feed him oats or something like that. Yeah. You know, like horses famously love caviar. So like, cause I think like maybe she goes, maybe, maybe Uh when she goes into town, um, they talk about like how skinny their horse is, and then and she's like, "Yes, they won't eat." And then like the person, the hedonism person, which we should probably figure out who that is, right? Um, okay. Um, like as far as their character and like who they are. Um, but they like maybe it's just because maybe just because they don't like what you're feeding them, and holds out like a thing, and it's food that it's like an apple or something. Let's make right. them like a shopkeeper. I think that's an interesting way to have them have access to a lot of things, like you know, like sure. flowers, but also like an apple and sugar cubes, or like lantern oil or etc. Like it's the shopkeeper is the hedonism yeah. person, just because they can kind of like. And they always maybe give everybody a little something extra with when they order. It's like sure. also here's this, and it's like some flowers because it's they're pretty it's, and that will it's bring like you a joy. box. It's like a box of sugar cubes. It's like every every so often, just give that horse a sugar cube, and you know, like it'll be it'll it's its quality of life will be better because it's it enjoys that little treat every so often, right? Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Yeah, I think that, um, that works. Yeah. In the flowers as well. I think that's like, it's like the purpose of them is just to exist. And, mm-hmm. um, so, um, so I remember there's a, in the Naval treaty, there's Sherlock Holmes gives a very long, weird monologue about roses. And okay. uh, I don't, it's, that's dumb. You should go check it out. If you want to edit this episode, you can just pop it in right here. No, I'm good. You can just find the, the, the <laughs> you can find the Naval treaty on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, okay so we're still on like the course of like getting this well dug um mm-hmm. let's go back a little bit what did the um what exactly did the first neighbors do like did they come well, back I mean, and I think just, they're like they were able to give like some medicine for 
Oh, the okay. dad. Like, I think the idea is he's sick, so she goes to them for help. And in just the fact of them being there for even a couple days while they're trying to help the dad, and she like kind of picks up this the idea of stoicism. Like, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Like, this does suck. Yes. What can you control in the situation? And what can you do? And yeah, um, that's kind of the launching point of the rest of the movie. So I don't yeah. think the neighbors; these neighbors are like still around. I, I think they go home, and the dad's like on the mend. Yeah, um, and he, but she's like while well, he's still mending and can't go out and about it. Maybe he continues to do the stuff from the first turn. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Uh, he said she's going out and like trying to get a new well dug. Yeah, she, the first day she comes back with lamp oil and stuff like that, and the lamps are fine. But now it's like, okay, now we need a new well. So the rest of the movie is her going back to town to try to find a way to get the well dug. The neighbors um, give them like a few gallons of water from their very Mm -hmm. rich well. Right. You know, like Mm -hmm. just just to like as far as like how is the how is the dad getting by with that water while she's going out and like how are they getting by? So they have a limited amount of water that is lasting them for a little bit. Right. Um, I just want to like say that it's like. This will last them for now, but they do need to get the well fixed. Um, this, I, I have an idea I want to throw okay. out. Because um, we're still only on like the second one. Sure, sure. What if, what if we just dig in with hedonism and that's the premise? Like we continue to have the movie be mostly the same day to day, except just like little bit by little bit they just there we add things that make them happier okay so it is still a drudgery but there's like flowers now and like maybe they eat something other than potatoes and it's just like small things that it's still the it's still kind of a hard life but they're just happier okay yeah i don't know like, i mean i mean that's an idea we can keep going down the list if we want i just know that we're it's about 45 minutes and we're still on hedonism. And I know it's good. Like I mean, four. I, I think, I mean, we got two already. I think we could make maybe like bring it home with like a last one of something, like just add another element um, of, um, and I'm just looking because we don't have to do Marxism, but I said that very begrudgingly yeah. for some reason. I didn't mean to. Um, <laughs> right. Marxism. I don't know how much you love Marxism. Uh, yeah. Um, I know you write fan letters to Marxism. Yeah. I'm just looking at some of the other ones to see if we can get like. I mean, honestly, relativism would maybe work as if we start to deviate how she looks at their life and how the dad looks at their life. Mm -hmm. The dad can continue to see this as like life sucks and you just endure it and then you die. And she can start to like because of the things from like town or whatever, she can maybe start to um, look at it another way. And I think like maybe she sees life outside of this place after like mm-hmm. she's like she's like I'm I'm making this a home, but I also see the possibilities of going out there like and thinking different. I also think we could get some like rationalism in there as well, like the idea of like mm-hmm. thinking like actually like not just g- kind of breaking the cycle of like just thinking and doing the same thing, like actually thinking about like reason and thought. Right. Um, hmm. All right, let's go ahead. Let's, let's um, start putting a scene together with this then. So she's gone to town. She's kind of started to learn the idea of like, sometimes just being happy is enough. Yeah. With like, like the flowers, they made her happy. They made the time go fast like the time go by a little faster that day and they just made her happy in um the next and even if, day and it, even if it's yeah. like they're still doing the same things every day at least they have things in their life that are different that make them happy right um yeah exactly to break it up um so the next day she maybe she and him have some kind of argument about like she's gonna go back and he's like we don't like this is taking up space. Like they, they need water and we can't afford, we don't have water for flowers or whatever. And she's like, well, it's fine. Then they'll die quickly, but at least like they made us happy for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of how to tie this in. Cause like I said, I think it's either like rationalism is good. I think relativism starts to work as she starts to, um, 
have other opinions about the, the way they live their life there. And the idea is like, you know, it's, it's all relative. Like, I, I don't know. This yeah. is the way he's going is fine. I mean, but also miserable. Yeah. And so she's tried to like, she's just like, yeah, that's great. But that's not necessarily how I want to live anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll stay here and help you with the farm and put your pants on for you. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm also going to like do things to make me happy. Yeah. And also wanting him to do things to make him happy if he sees if he sees fit like it's like don't don't you ever want to do something because i think like maybe she gets other seeds like so it's like not only potatoes that she's fine maybe she starts like providing onions as well like like leeks and mm-hmm. um Man, she plants like, watch a, like i peel and eat an onion a boiled uh, onion in one take um, <laughs> i was thinking of like um um you know how in holes where they just have those like big stalks of onions yeah. and there's like grat and eat it like an apple. Um, Jesus. Yeah. So, so how do we want this to end? And with her bringing just a little bit of joy and like, we see like colors being brought back into like life of the town. Maybe we even see some grass growing. It's like, she, maybe she gets some like grass seeds. Um, mm. um, I assume like the area they were in was kind of arid. Um, I don't know if it was black and white, so it was kind of hard to tell, but it seems like yeah, it was like very really du- arid. It seemed like very um, dust storm esque. Um, though I think the horse is getting stronger. Um, and get a fucking swole. Yeah. And she's able to go into town and maybe she even like, we even see scenes of like her mingling with people in town, like in a bar or something. Mm-hmm. Like she has like a life you know um mm-hmm. meanwhile and, and maybe we can do the turn eventually of like we see her changing and escaping the cycle and like having these conversations with her dad um and then he is kind of like regretfully like I, we what i don't need all this stuff you know like um are you unhappy with your lot or whatever or like i'm i'm happy with what we have um um but then he kind of like continues to look out the window, sees her leaving and like see, sees the potential and like maybe the ending is him actually leaving the farm himself and like exploring and like maybe she goes, he goes into town with her one day and that's kind of like how it, like what, what do you think? My pitch was going to be, he continues to not change or grow and just dies mm-hmm. um, at the end. And then she's free. <laughs> yeah. And then she takes the horse, and we have a, we end with a five minute scene of her riding the horse away from the farm. Because the original movie opened with a five minute scene of him riding the, a cart with the horse tied to it into the farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would be my take. And then she uh, like gets to go live a fuller and happier life, having yeah learned more about the world and how you can live it than just eating potatoes, eating half a potato every day. Yeah. Because she only ever eats half the potato. Yeah. And I kind of like this is like she's kind of like let herself be free by just having diverse thought. Right. And like, Mm -hmm. like that's I I think that's a I think that's a cool story. And then like maybe she even has like an extended conversation with him at the end of just like, I want you to come with me. Like, I want you to do this. And then he just stays. Right. And then maybe maybe as he is watching her go off into the distance we see like the lamp in the background that was lit before like they got mm-hmm. a new lamp it just goes out right and then sure there's darkness mm-hmm. um you're about to say something what was it no 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 i was i was thinking because we kind of got away from the idea of the well being dug um which is fine i mean she i think maybe go to town for other reasons yeah i mean i think it's something that she's continually trying to do and they eventually do it right like they they eventually get mm-hmm. the 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 property back to like the same i think they i think they fix the well and it's it's fine um, um my my alternate pitch is that they never do manage to find water and like the idea is that this is just a dead place like he won't grow and change he's stagnated this place is not where anything's going to grow Mm. um or or thrive anymore and so they never actually managed to find water and so she leaves like he dies finally and she's just like 
okay, there's nothing's going to grow here. Like there's no, I'm not, I can't stay here. And so she leaves. I, Maybe she I says that to him. He doesn't have to die. I, I know you seem to really like the idea of him watching her leave. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. And, and, and I'm fine with that. Like, I think that's good, especially with the lamp finally going, like going out behind the, her, behind him as she leaves. But I, I think we get scenes of like, what if just to add a little something different, like, because mm-hmm. she's really changed like kind of the life on this like property, like through like bringing other people in, bringing happiness and like doing things like to try to solve their problems. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe she even like hires like a, a hand to help them out every so often. Um, mm-hmm. And um, she gets, she comes back from town one day and she's like, where's, where's Johnny or whatever. Um, um, that famous Hungarian like, name. Yeah, Johnny. Uh, uh, and he's like, I think, I think he's even, I think he's just like, oh, I sent him home. I told him never to come back. And it's like, why would you do that? And she's like, why would you do that? Like, he was helping us out and like, um, not work. And he wasn't working for much. Like, he was happy to do it. And, um, mm-hmm. maybe that's kind of like the, the line in the sand of like, oh, he's never going to change. He's going to continue this cycle. And then that's what causes her mm-hmm. to leave. Yeah, I think I think that, that works. I also think the idea of like every time she tries to make a change, like with the flowers, or whatever, he throws them away. She tries to plant mm-hmm. like carrots as well as potatoes. Mm-hmm. And he like digs up the carrots and throws them away. Like yeah. he's refusing to do anything to change. Like he is actively refusing the change. Like you talked about earlier with the big fancy smart phrase like there's two options to just continue to do the same thing and expect it to get better or actively do something to change it and he's just like no i'm not going to change like this is this is what we do this is our life and this is our life and like if you're not happy if you're not happy with it get out like this i think that's what he says um take the take that dying horse and get out of here and then that she does um yeah um and that maybe that's how the movie ends sad yeah i think him watching her leave because uh, i just don't see that i don't see that guy having huge character growth like he's no. just this is he said in the movie or the first movie uh that he'd been hearing those woodworms for 58 years like he's been doing this every day for 58 years mm-hmm. i don't see him just suddenly like in like four days growing and changing like this is just he this is how you live life you do this until you die and then at that point you get to you get to not have to do it anymore Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that. And there's kind of this whole like generational like divide mm-hmm. between them two. Like her life is like this just because his life has been like this forever. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And the first, but, the first yeah. taste of, of difference she got, she's like, Oh, I can get out of here. This doesn't have to be my life. I don't have to sit out and like look out a window and like hope yeah. for something for someone to come through our door. Yeah. 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 And maybe she goes people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But no, I I think that that tracks a little bit better and like, it's still a little happier while being still very bleak. It's happy and sad. It's happy for her. Sad for him. Um, Somewhat sad for her because her dad just like refused to change. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. Like, I don't know if you, do we want to add anything else to it? Um, no, I mean, I think really this movie is just kind of what we talked about, but it goes on for two and a half hours very slowly. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> I, I'm not at this point, I'm not taking a shot at the film again. I'm saying, though, like this you is seemingly kind of really movie. hate it. <laughs> I I did not like this movie at all. And I do hate it. I'm saying, though, for this instance, when I say it's just that for two and a half hours, very slowly. I mean, that isn't that's kind of the style of the Turin horse. Sure. All judgment sure, sure, aside. Sure. It's the same thing very slowly for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So, like, we can put in other scenes. Really, though, the, the point of the movie is just it's going to be this for a mm-hmm. while, very slowly. And yeah. so I don't know if adding another scene in town of her meeting somebody like I think. No. Really, the fewer people, probably the better for this movie. Still make it very sparse. Maybe town's bustling, but it's all faceless NPCs that like we sure. don't need to give the idea of how lonely their life is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we need to introduce like, you know, 
Johnny different Hungary, characters. The, the, yeah. yeah, the the hand that she hires. I mean, maybe he, she hires this guy, but that's like one person. Like maybe we meet the shopkeeper for the hedonism aspect of it and the neighbors. Like I think we've got like there's, four new characters. That's there's, plenty. There's Johnny Hungry and then there's Tommy Thirsty and she uh-huh. um, and uh, her and uh, Tommy Thirsty. I meant Hungry like the country, Madison. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I like the country. <laughs> I think that's hungry. a good <laughs> All right, what All are right. we calling it? I think the that's a good way. Too great. We did it. That's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. Uh, people can find us on I mean, Podbean. Do we want to give it a different name? Oh. Um, <sighs> I mean, The Turin Horse. I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't think anyone's going to go looking for podcasts about The Turin Horse. So I don't know if we need that SEO action. But like. Hey, you never know. We might. Into we might town. Some, we might. Hold we, in we might. A Turin Horse story. Um. <laughs> uh, my pitch is the turn horse too like i asked jesse last week then for the lighthouse is it the number two or two ones or two eyes uh, like roman numerals i know it's art house it would maybe be two uh like roman numerals sure let's do roman numerals that's fine all right then the turn horse two did we do it we did it <laughs> If we did it, then that's credits on. I have to go. I'm going to go through the actual motions now. Uh, that's credits. Sure. Then, what? Just what are our fucking things? Say the words. <laughs> My brain is dead. Uh, we. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching the Equalizers. I'm not mad. My brain just stopped, and I'm frustrated at my at my brain for not working. This movie broke you. I think this movie broke you. Uh, kind of. I I also didn't do myself any favors by suggesting a very confusing and labyrinthine idea for a sequel. I I think it worked though. I think we did it. I think I, I think we actually like made like a logical sequel. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us on facebook and twitter at the equalizers our gmail is equalizers at gmail.com and our instagram is the underscore equalizers as always we spell that e-q-u-e-l-i-z-e-r-s like in sequel oh wait like in sequel see you love the repetition you love you love repetition and like everything We'd love it if you would give us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, anything helps. Uh, right now, you could follow the likes of America's Funny Man, Adam Sandler, in giving us a review. <laughs> check it out on iTunes. Yeah. And hey, you want to check out that review? Go ahead, take a look on iTunes. And hey, you're already on the reviews page. Just go ahead and click yes. and type your own review there. Be like Adam Sandler, a sense I never thought I'd say. Yeah. Any amount of stars. You can click on any amount of stars. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> Special thanks to the Banana Boys for our theme song, Two Steps Strutting off their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram by searching Banana Boys. And as always, they spell that B-O-Y-E-S like in, oh yes. Oh yes. The full album is available on all streaming services now. Madison Jones, what are we doing next time? So, I was thinking about this. Um, and to have some like a little levity it's like it's a drama film technically but there's like funny moments in it and it's a very funny person in it um and it's actually one of my personal like sort of like comfort movies for whatever reason um schindler's list yeah no um uh bicentennial man Ooh, okay have you ever seen have you ever seen it no oh that's i'm very excited then um it I mean, is. I'm immediately writing down Tricentennial Man as an idea for sure, a pitch. I've sure, not seen sure. it yet. Sure. Um, it is. Uh, it's a fun movie. It's pro- it, it could have been done better, I think, but it is. Um, it's. I, I. I enjoy it. Is it? Like I said, it's one of my is this Robin game Williams? movies. Robin Williams. Um, uh, Sam Neill um, is in it as well, um, as well as a handful of other people that. Um, I can't think of right now, but, um, yeah. Uh, so I just figured we should give ourselves some like levity and comfort, um, and hopefulness after the Turin horse. 
All right. Well, then, next time, tune in for Bicentennial Man 2. So, for the Equalizers. I'm Madison Jens. I'm Mike Knoll. Two cannibals are eating a clown. One turns to the other and says, does this taste funny to you? How do you make a hanky dance? Put a little boogie in it. What is a brunette between two blondes? Translator. Do you know why blind people don't like to skydive? It scares their dogs. A man with dementia is driving on the freeway. His wife calls him on the mobile phone and says, sweetheart, I heard there's someone driving the wrong way on the freeway. He says, one, there's hundreds. What's silent? Smells like worms. Bird farts. It must have been an engineer who designed the human body. Who also put a waste processing plant next to a recreation area. To be continued. First take your favorite leg, and then you kick it up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it. You barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead. I will do the two-step strut. Come on, answer me. Thank <laughs> you.